0: What's up, guys? Rachel Lindsay here, and I am teaming up with your favorite Ringer podcasters to deliver the Bravo drama and news that you've been craving on Morally Corrupt. It's the show about all things Bravo, from the housewives to summer house and everything in between. We'll be mentioning it all every week. Check it out on Spotify and TheRinger.com. This episode is brought to you by Jersey Mike's Subs. Jersey Mike's uses only the highest quality of meat sliced right in front of you, piled high with the freshest toppings. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. For me, it's roast beef and provolone with onions, lettuce, tomato, and the juice. You like authentic cheesesteaks? At Jersey Mike's, they're cooked on a real flat top grill. You can hear the sizzle and taste the difference. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. Order on the app today or visit jerseymikes.com to learn more. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu.
1: Circle, enter group chat. Hello and everybody. Welcome to It Was All A Stream on the Ring of Reality TV podcast. I'm Jomi Dinaran. And I'm here with reality TV junkie and podcaster Zach Peter. We're going to be recapping the Circle season five, and today we're here talking about episodes one through four. And stay tuned after this conversation from our interview with Raven and Paris. Zach, how you feeling so far?
2: I'm feeling ready. Like, I feel like I want to be on The Circle because I feel like the gameplay that we've seen so far is a little lackluster. And I feel mm. like after watching The Circle in the past, I'm like, we need to teach these people how to play the game. And I think the the dating element to it is definitely throwing some people off.
1: My goal for the by the end of this season of The Circle is we're going to get the producers to reach out to Zach to get them on season six. Let's do
2: it. I was actually, I was actually in the casting was supposed to be on, I think season two or three. And then they ended up, they ended up going with, I think Courtney, who was also like a pop culture podcaster. Um, I was definitely in the running and I'm ready to go into the circle and teach these hoes some tricks.
1: (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. So this season is different, right? Normally, you know, everybody comes in, you know, there's not really a theme, it's just like catfish or real. This year, this season, it's a singles thing. When you first heard that, how did you think it was going to play out?
2: Uh, I mean, I guess I I realized Netflix was going with the, you know, the competition show, dating show, where let's just merge it into one. I guess similar to like Too Hot to Handle, where there's like, you know, the the competition with the dating aspect to it. Um I feel like it's going to be really challenging. And I guess my initial thoughts were like, it's going to be hard to stay in the game if we're also dating people at the same time, because then we start to think
1: with the wrong head and we start to lose strategy. <laughs> me, we need to keep them on track. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, it's going to be hard to focus on like trying to suss out catfishes or trying to like be like, okay, who's, who's playing a genuine game when you're just thinking like, man, she kind of cute, you know. Uh, let me slide into them DMs. Let's talk a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I was I was worried that that was how that was going to go. Ultimately, through the first four episodes, it's kind of a mix of both, right? Like, some yeah. people are, like, out here flirting and kind of get their thing. Other people are like, nah, nah, nah. I'm standing away from that. I'm trying to play the game. Because they're the ones that are not actually single. Mm, that's true. Hey, we're going to get to that. Let's get into uh, our con- our contestants and the people who came in. On day one, let's start off with my guy, Brian, aka Brittany, who is a catfish. He's a dad coming in as his daughter in a singles competition. Um, Personally, I wouldn't do that, but all power to him. You know, Brian, he's trying to, you know, use his his daughter and his daughter's daughter, his granddaughter, as a way to, you know, get people interested in the story and trying to win the circle. Dumb. (laughs) dumb.
2: I knew I knew he was not going to make it very far. You cannot be a 60-year-old man trying to come in as your young fresh daughter. Like it just We've seen people try I mean it's better when you're young and you're trying to play an older person but when you're an older person trying to play a younger person it always falls flat every single time and he and also like play like your younger son because then you can at least you know embody what you were mm. like when you were younger but when he's such a straight bro and his daughter is like you know he tries to play her off as a lot more girly and mommy yeah. it just it didn't it didn't land I well I I didn't think it was going to land and I feel like you know, the more we got to know him, I feel like he's struggling a bit.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. He definitely, definitely had a rough time. Next up, we got the we got the bro Brett. And you could just see could like it's just bro, like Brett, bro. That's it. That's his only descriptor. That's the only thing you need to describe Brett with. Listen,
2: Brett is the type of guy that's going to tell you that he loves you and then ghost you the next day. And that's Ooh. just my type just my type, I'm in. Like, please break my heart and ghost me and leave me on red. And Brett is going to fulfill all of my wet dreams.
1: <laughs> Next up, we got Raven. Raven is a dev contestant from Georgia and Alabama. She's so fun, so cute. She comes in with with Paris, who was her ASL interpreter. And it's so great to see, you know, I'll of course, see the representation of Raven in there. But the fact that Raven is just such a, a great ball of energy. And you see it throughout the four episodes. But just even immediately meeting her, you're like, oh i'm I'm gonna love this person. She seems like so much fun,
2: definitely a a fun, bubbly, light ball of energy. um definitely a big heart. And I knew that she was immediately going to be a front runner, and she was immediately going to be a fan favorite and a house favorite. Yeah, so I had high expectations, but I'm also like, come mid. Like, come mid-game, I think she's actually going to be a bigger threat down the line Mm. um, because I feel like people are going to start to see her
1: popularity, so they're going to start to gun for her. Of course, of course. Next, we got Xanthe, a Greek model, going in as a preschool teacher. What do you think of that move, Zach?
2: Dumb move also a dumb strategy because well I I mean I get it it's cute and it's endearing and she doesn't want to come off as like you know I'm a hot model because obviously the hot models never last and Mm -hmm. people still spotted her out as a hot model I think it's a cute like I feel like at this point we're what in season five so people are a lot more savvy to a lot of the like gimmicks that people are going to try to play. That's why when Brett was like, you know, is Raven really deaf? I hope she's really deaf. Like, I mean, first of all, I don't think anybody would ever intentionally play that card. But you have to be so on guard because mm-hmm. it's like you never know who's playing the strategy, like Brian, who played it terribly, or somebody's going to, you know,
1: yeah, give us a little something good. Yeah, Marvin is next up. He's a chemical engineer from Nigeria, super buff, doesn't wear a shirt, and like Xanthi. He's not coming in as a chemical engineer. He's coming in as a personal trainer to try to you know get the get the narrative on his side.
2: I feel like this was a smarter strategy. Whereas she tried to downplay the model, he and this is why you know I think he's probably going to make it pretty far in the game. He tried to do the opposite and he tried to lean into his dumb broiness. I think yeah. he's a lot smarter than he comes off. But I actually I think he, Marvin's a real
1: contender. Yeah, Marvin, you know lights up the room like whenever he's on screen. But here's the thing about Marvin. And so like Marvin is from Nigeria. I'm Nigerian, right? And earlier this year, I don't know if everybody listening has, has seen Love is Blind. You know, SK was there. You know, he did his whole thing only to find out afterwards that he was out here two-timing with another girl. You understand? And so Nigerians on reality TV have taken a hit this year. Marvin if you're listening please don't embarrass me like this i can't i can't take the pain sk already ruined you know the first part of 2022 for me i can't have you coming in and ruining this part please i'm i'm on my hands and knees please i have high hopes for marvin me too me too i just i've been hurt before you know i can't hurt <laughs> before All right. We got Sam, a makeup artist from New York City. She is very, very, very New York. Super loud, super fun, all, all into the makeup. What do you think of Sam?
2: I like Sam, but I also think when you come in with such a big personality like that, it puts a target on your back. And so I was kind of like, I was a little apprehensive about Sam. I thought she had a strong chance of becoming a fan favorite, but I definitely thought the house was going to come gunning for her based off of the personality. And I just feel like, you know, New Yorkers, East Coasters, they're so grand. Mm -hmm. And I, and usually... People see Grand as someone that's going to be very friendly with a lot of people, and I think she can be. And so I think she definitely put a target on her back by mm. choosing to go in as herself.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. All right, Billy Jean, not my lover, a.k.a. Bruno from London, a model and, and a radio presenter, and she's going in as Bruno. What do you think of this tactic? I'm not really a big fan of it, to be honest with you.
2: I'm not either, because I just find Billie Jean kind of boring. Like, I just don't find much personality. So if you're going to try to bring up the Bruno, I just feel like, I don't know. I wasn't that impressed by it. If you're a radio presenter, then, like, give me something. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure she's on AM radio. That's, I thought
1: the exact same thing. I was like, I don't know. She doesn't seem, like, that exciting, that that interesting, just off the rip. So to come in, like, not even being interesting at yourself to come in and try and like, be Bruno. I was like, ah. I'm not really, I'm not really feeling that. We also have Chaz, Shampoo Poppy. He was a mobile car cleaner. He's coming in as a nurse and he's playing the game. He's coming in as single, even though he's engaged. Interesting.
2: I don't understand the strategy. I understand the single strategy. I don't understand like why we decided to to hide the fact that I mean, I guess the nurse part, well. Ugh. I don't. I guess the nurse part is a little more. We're pulling at the heartstrings, um, but I just think he has such a fun personality that I think he would have been liked regardless if he just came in as a mobile car cleaner. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it doesn't sound that impressive, but I mean,
1: it, did, it didn't. It yeah. didn't matter. Like Chaz, you know, just off the rip seems like somebody who come in and bring energy to any type of room. he's yeah. in, you know. So it honestly didn't 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 affect his game at all, or it shouldn't. All right. They have a group chat, you know, normal day one stuff. Everybody comes in first day and talks and then, boom, there's the first rating. Like, is this the earliest we've seen a rating in the circle or am I tripping? Like, it seems like that happened like almost immediately,
2: almost immediately. And that's how I knew there was
1: a trick up the producer's sleeve. (laughs) You knew something was about to go down. Interesting. I was shocked. I was like, okay. I, I, I didn't know what it was, but I had the same thing. I was like, I'm interested to see where this goes because, oh, my gosh, this is super fast. While they wait for the results to play a game of uh, who are you, and Xanthi uh, messes up almost immediately. And when they ask, like, would you rather be, you know, successful, happy, you know, rich, whatever, she was like, everybody puts happy. Except for Xanthi. Everybody's a liar.
2: Xanthi told the (laughs) truth. Everybody's a liar. We all like to be happy, but aspirationally, I think we want success, money, all these other things. So I think Xanthi was just being herself and she was being honest.
1: Yeah. Which, you know, shout out to her. But then everybody looks at you real suspicious. Yes. You know, puts the eyes on you. Not a smart gameplay. But then you have... You know, the people who tell the truth, Sam and Raven, when they asked about, you know, who is, uh, you know, ever strayed from a partner, they both put like, hey, you know, you know what happens once or twice, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was like, oh, how how dare you? And I was like, I I don't really get that reaction because I was like, I'd have been like, okay, they're being honest, you know, like, hey, that's real because I wouldn't admit that if I you know didn't have to, you know.
2: Yeah, but the game doesn't always work for people that are honest. The game works for the people that play the strategy. And so I think they were reprimanded by the other cast members because they were willing to be honest. And I think that triggers a lot of people too, right? When other right. people are too honest, you're like, oh, it, I, you know, because we're taught to put up the mask. We're taught to present the good front on social media. And I think that's what the circle is all about as well as challenging some of those social norms.
1: That's right, that's right. Then, you know, we get another some of the chats. Marvin and Brett just, like, you know, bro out for a little bit. Bruno and Xanthi have a little flirty thing going on. Sam, Chaz, and Brittany get in together. And as we know about Brittany, not really uh, not really there. Uh, not really, like, kind of like a fly on the wall, despite the fact, you know, she's actually in the circle and supposed to be contributing. But then we get to what you were referring to earlier, the public blocking, right? So everybody has to lock in who they will block if they were an influencer and the, per- the people who are the influencers, whoever they blocked actually gets blocked and everybody gets exposed. And that was I, I this is why I love the circle, because I'm like, oh, oh, we're here and I'm on my chair, like locked in. I'm like, let's get it. Let's go. I'm standing on my couch. Everybody's looking at me crazy because I'm locked in. When they said this was going on, like, what was your first expectations?
2: I predicted exactly what ended up happening. I saw it from a mile away. I was like, there's no way we're going to immediately eliminate two people from the game. This is too easy. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is a setup and they're trying to play the audience and they're trying to play the contestants. This is why I think I would be good in the actual (laughs) circle because I'm always thinking three steps ahead. And I was right. The plot nah. twist that they pulled is
1: exactly what I predicted. See, I I figured that would happen, but the actual like everybody getting exposed, like everybody knowing who tried to block them, that was was like, oh, now now you're trying to put back people's to, back. We
2: have to shift. We have to shift things up so that you never know what to expect. Always expect the unexpected, unexpected. in the circle.
1: Boom. Put it on a shirt Exactly. Let's get to the blockings. Xanthi tried to block Marvin. Xanthi wasn't an influencer, so Marvin's all right. Bruno tried to get Brett up out of there. wasn't an influencer, so Rude. that would be all right. Sam tried to get Brett again. Trash. tried to do it, but it wasn't it nope. wasn't happening. Brett, in like a preemptive act of revenge. tried to get Sam blocked, but it wasn't happening. Raven for the trifecta on Brett. and this time. It stuck. Raven had Ouch. the blue tick. She was an influencer. So Brett was blocked. Brittany tried to get Bruno who was not an influencer. Marvin was on Sam's tail, but ultimately didn't work out. And Chaz has anthy. Right? That's where the first episode ends. Episode two? Almost immediately. It's like, yeah, Chaz the influencer. Anthony, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta get up out of there. So with Brett and Xanthi blocked, you know you're supposed to go meet the players. Da da da. It's like, oh cool, we'll just you know Brett and Xanthi talk, and Brett is like, oh man. I'm like Brett, my boy. He wasn't really, he wasn't really there yet. Xanthi, I could kind of feel a little bit, but yeah. Brett mm, was it was it was his time. It was his time.
2: It was not his time. Brett is baby daddy, okay? And, and I was not ready to part ways with Brett. We needed to keep him around. I love the dumb broy guys because they just, they make it, they keep the house fun and they're always like doing little flirty, you know, eggplant emojis, devil emojis. Like they keep things interesting, okay? And Brett, seeing him wake up every day without a shirt, like I'm not mad at it. Keep Brett around. I was like, Raven, shots fired.
1: I feel like Marvin could could fill your eggplant and shirtless quota in the course of yes. like half an episode.
2: Yes. And well, here's the thing. I'm used to disappointment. That's why I go for Brett. Mm. I haven't found a Marvin yet. Give mm. me a Marvin and, and it is, it's game <laughs> on. I'm used to, you know, a pocket rocket that, that shoots too quick and leaves disappointed.
1: Wow. Zach, and we got to do better by you, man. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, luckily for Brett and Xanthy, and luckily for you, Zach, they're getting a second chance, baby. They get to live together, yes. create a new profile. You know, they choose it's Jennifer. She's a 51-year-old dog trainer. It's uh, you know, is doing most of the work, uh, which is, you know, like you said, you know, sounds like a Brett thing to do. Just let Xanthy yes. take care of the whole the whole thing.
2: Smart strategy, smarter than the strategy she came in with. I mean, the the preschool, or what was it, kindergarten teacher, whatever, yeah. or the preschool teacher, it just, that wasn't a strong strategy. I think Auntie Jen is a much stronger strategy, and I think the two of them combined can really bring a full personality, and that's going to be the real force to reckon with. I predict that they're going to make it all the way to the end. Oh,
1: interesting. Which will be really
2: interesting, considering they were the first ones it's Eliminated. eliminated. And making it all the way to the end is gonna be the perfect full
1: circle. Oh, moment. that would be big. That would be big time. And now Brett and Zanthy have to live together. Um, I don't know about you, but like I don't know if I could just live with a stranger off rep. Uh I don't know. I don't trust people like that.
2: Especially not when you're both single and hot. Like the producers knew what they were doing.
1: That's what see, that's why I had the same thought. I'm like, I'm watching, I'm watching Love Island right now. Right. Like if as long as they continue in the circle, we're going to find out at like, you know, the reunion, whatever. It's like, yeah, man, you know, spending all of those weeks with Anthony in the in the circle. We just get an appreciation for each other. And, you know, now meet our meet our eight year meet our eight year, eight year old son. You're like, where'd you get the kid from? Like we adopted. We couldn't wait for kids. We had to adopt.
2: Yep. Couldn't wait. They want a good circle loving and they know that this will be great PR. So they're trying to push. <laughs> this Zanthi and Brett moment. And
1: I'm not mad at it. I'm here for it. I see Exactly. I see the vision. I see the vision. So let's get to the ratings. Hey, remember, they Remember, they rated people like the first 30 minutes Oof. of the, the episode. All right. Last but not least was Sam. At the bottom, they had Sam. Seventh was Zanthi. She got up out of there. Sixth was Brittany. Brett was five. Had to send him home allegedly fourth was Marvin Bruno was third second was Chaz Raven was the number one rated player anything that stood out to you in these ratings when they came out
2: not surprised that Raven was number one saw that coming from a mile away nobody was going to vote her low right out the gate yeah um Xanthi and Sam, definitely not surprised that they were in the bottom. We always target the pretty girls first. The hot (laughs) girls always get targeted first and they always end up in the bottom. So everyone else in the middle, I was kind of like, okay, but number one. Number two, I was a bit surprised by, um, but I guess, you know, Chaz showed a bit of personality that people resonated with, but I was definitely not surprised by the top and bottom rankings.
1: I hear. I think the only thing that, like, you know, it's very minor too. I would have flipped Brittany and Xanthi, I think, like, because Brittany in the chats just, like, again, was showing nothing, was just giving, like, platitudes. And I'm like, Xanthi was showing a little bit, you know? Maybe it's just a catfish element to it, but I was yeah. like...
2: I think when the girls are, when they're pretty and they have that model energy, they immediately get flagged as a catfish for some reason, and... If we've seen historically on the circle, it's always the pretty models that just end up being themselves and getting tooted and booted first. And exactly. I don't know, like at this point, we have to know that the models are not the catfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Auntie Jen is the catfish.
1: <laughs> well, let's see how long it takes them to figure that
2: out. <laughs> oh, they're not going to figure it out. Auntie Jen's going all the way to the end. Trust all the way to believe. the top. I'm putting my money on it now.
1: <laughs> all right, we get the circle chat. And Sam is really just like, "Hey guys, right, what did I do? Hey, you help me fix." And um, nobody answers her, <laughs> which is honestly tough. Honestly tough to watch. I was like, "Oh no, Sam, you're trying. You're trying to, you know, make the you make the comeback. You know, trying to like you know learn some." But ultimately, nobody has. Everybody's worried about what Brett and Xanthi said in their in their goodbye messages. And I was like, "Oh, well, yeah. What can, what can you do? We get." some new people in as we discussed jennifer is coming into the circle and newbie tom the honorable tom his father is the constable of the london the tower of london so that's where he lives which is nuts you know and he's also a stand-up comedian i don't know how like you go from living in the tower of london to the slinging jokes at london bars but hey man you know live your life
2: Listen, I like Tom. He came in strong. I think he's going to be a strong contender as well. The Brits have a a biting sense of humor, and I think that is going to be an asset. People are going to love him. They're going to find him endearing. They're going to find him trustworthy. Some of the ladies may start to find him a little cute. Mm. I definitely think he catfished us a bit with some of those photos. They look like they're at least like four or five years old. They're not as recent, (laughs) but it's okay. I still like, I, I like Tom.
1: I mean, what can you do? You know, sometimes it's been a minute, you know, we all had that like year and a half or we weren't taking pictures, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, to Tom, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I ain't mad at you, my brother. You got to get what looks good, even if, you know, it was a literal yeah. lifetime ago, you know? Exactly. I, I get
2: this it. This is what I come to expect with a Tinder date. I'm like, oh, okay. So we were 19 when we posted those photos and now we're 48.
1: Ah, it's tough. Look, Look, as long as like you can, oh, that was you. Not like oh that's not you that's just like a different person. I'd rather be you know year fish than catfish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know like oh that's that's 2018 you counts. Yeah. I'd rather be 2018 you than not ever had been you. You know there's there's levels to it. Fair. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They play a game of uh, talk flirty to me, and Jennifer and Tom need to write pickup lines to compete for a date. Jen writes. Did you fart because you blew me away? And Tom writes, Life without you was like a pencil, pointless. Does Oof. would would either of those work on you, Zach?
2: See, I think the cringier the better. Uh like Tom's was a little too basic right yeah. like uh, the those cheesy ones don't really hit as hard you know I thought the blow me away was at least a little more creative and I expected a little more from Tom being mm-hmm. that
1: he is a comedian I think I think Tom pulled his punch a little bit I think yeah. he, he didn't want to like you know go all out I kind of felt like like Jen did and that's why Jen wins and she takes Tom for a date and they, <laughs> they send him candy underwear just like to sell the point home. Like, yeah, this is what we're here to do. We're here to flirt. We're here to Mac. Let's get it. And then they go on a date and Jen and Tom form a big alliance. They form an Alliance. And, you know, hopefully that's something that, uh, that'll uh that last. You never know how these things go. You know, people say, hey, well, we're we're Circle Brothers or whatever. And then it comes in time and it's, ah, you know? So hopefully See, this one that's lasts. Wh-
2: that's what makes this, this season so interesting with the dating element to it because now I feel like there's this bigger like strategy that people are trying to play like we know Tom's not single we know um, Chaz isn't single mm-hmm. we know obviously Auntie Jen is not single because she's not a real person same thing with <laughs> Brittany so I feel like now people are just going to try to manipulate each other's emotions like I feel bad for Raven I like I, because I feel like people like Raven and Marvin are going to well actually I don't trust Marvin but Raven I feel like is going to put her heart on the line and really think that she has a chance with Marvin or with whoever and mm-hmm. it's just gonna always end up somebody's gonna get heartbroken in the end and I've already gotten heartbroken by Brett but I uh, feel like more hearts are gonna break You don't trust, harder than that candy
1: you don't trust Marvin
2: I don't trust Marvin I uh. think he's playing he's giving us a dumb character but he's really smart mm. and I think he's gonna he might make it pretty far if he stays with where he's going he's smart and I think you know the way we see him play the game in these first couple of episodes is solid.
1: I hear that. I hear that. Speaking of Marvin, he, Raven, and Chaz get together and they form their own alliance. Hashtag T Melanin. And that's where episode two ends. This episode is brought to
0: you by Jersey Mike's subs. Jersey Mike's uses only the highest quality of meat sliced right in front of you, piled high with the freshest toppings. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. For me, it's roast beef and provolone with onions, lettuce, tomato, and the juice. You like authentic cheesesteaks? At Jersey Mike's, they're cooked on a real flat top grill. You can hear the sizzle and taste the difference. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. Order on the app today or visit jerseymikes.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea.
3: This episode is brought to you by 7 Eleven. Cold, slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven, and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7 Eleven's $1 small, slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat. You can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that I'm gonna be going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven? Valid through 1725? seven twenty-five. 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax. Participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved.
1: Let's get back. These last two episodes. Raven is all in for Marvin. She is down bad. Looking at Marvin, I understand. I get it. You know? I get it too. Wow, he's a good looking dude.
2: I mean, he's I mean the record probably the hottest in the he's he's the hottest in the circle currently.
1: I mean, easily and has to have the record for least worn shirt ever. Like, white pack oh, the yeah. shirts? Like, why even do why, that? No, I don't want him
2: to wear a shirt. He looks great. Show it off. If you're going to work it out and you're a personal trainer, then you may. Listen, I know he's not a personal trainer now, but leaving the circle, I bet you anything, Marvin is going to have a fitness business that he's going to start selling <laughs> on Instagram. And he's going to be doing fitness TikToks and the whole thing.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. You know, use, trust and
2: believe he's going to
1: build that business. Use code Marvin Circle for 15% off your Fitbit. You know, there you go. Get mm-hmm. for get from Marvin. Hey, get the money. I ain't mad at you, my brother. You know. All right, so we get this, We get the chat. We get the boys' chat and the girls' chat. Boys' chat. You know, just trying to. You know, Tom talking about Jennifer. You know, trying to get that info. Marvin is like, you know, trying to be, you know, a little funny. Trying to talk to Tom about all the the Cougars in the UK, and the girls basically is like, Hey, so who do who do you think is cute? Who do you like? <laughs> And Raven is generally, generally cool. She's like, "Hey guys, Marvin, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. I'm here for Marvin." It's like, "All right, cool. We love, we love to see it." Now everybody knows. Will that become relevant? Do you think? Like, Mar- like yes. her putting her thing on Marvin. Will that like get her caught up? Will that get Marvin caught up? What do you think?
2: It's gonna get Raven's gonna get caught up, and she's gonna end up getting hurt because Marvin, I think, is playing the game. And Marvin is going to, he knows that Raven's a fan favorite. And I think Marvin's going to lean into that to get him to further advance himself in the game. Just the same way. I think he came into the game with this idea of, he probably hates his life as an engineer and he probably wants to be a fitness trainer. So he's like, let me go into the circle. Let me show off my abs. Let me not wear my shirt. Let me show people that I'm a fitness buff. So that when I become a real life influencer, this is the business that I'm trying to build. (laughs) Marvin is smart. Marvin is not going to let you down. Marvin is very, very, very smart, and I'm telling you right now, he's a lot more calculated than people realize, and I think he's playing up this more gullible character, and he's going to lean into this romance with Raven. Yeah, yeah. And Raven's going to end up heartbroken in the end.
1: Man, I I really hope that's not what happens, but we will see.
2: That's going to, I'm putting money Money on on. it right now. (laughs) Sasha, take notes. All
1: right. so Chaz and Sam have a chat, and Sam reveals to Chaz that she is buying. Chaz reveals that he's gay. So you got a nice little little alliance forming between them, and now they're they're now husband and wife or, husband and wifey. That entire conversation just wore my heart. Honestly, I loved every single second of that. Them coming together was just yeah. was just so much fun. And uh, you know, again, you'd hope that this alliance stays rock strong. I mean, there's no more you know there's no more stronger alliance than husband and wife, right? So hopefully. This is one that they can take to the end as well. I, If I had to rank my alliances, this would be my favorite so far.
2: This is my favorite, and I think this is the strongest. If they don't turn on each other and stay together, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll take it all the way to the end. You don't mess with the gays. If there's anything we've learned from White Lotus, it's don't mess oh. with the gays, okay? <laughs> Peppa Pig ain't going to be able to take them out.
1: <laughs> P- Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig is nuts. Why would you... She- why would you say that?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. Listen, I've This is eyes. the strongest.
2: This That's is the great. strongest alliance we have. Chaz and Sam, as long as they can stay together and have each other's backs, they will go all the way. I just hope that somebody else doesn't come in to try and mess with their alliance. Because if they let somebody get in the way, it's going to throw them off and they're going to end up falling off track. 100%. 100%.
1: Just got to keep that keep that hope alive. Keep the hope alive for them. Play a game of truth or dare. Marvin sends a fire emoji, fire emoji to Raven. He's, he knows he, what he's doing. Man's putting up the flirt signals. He putting up the bad signal. Like, Hey, I'm here. You're here. Let's make this happen. Sam says, Brittany is the most annoying. And Bruno says, Britney is the most boring. They're finally coming around on Brittany. Finally seeing the vision. I mean, I said it from the jump. Like immediately I knew that she was like, not really, like not really there. Not really. I wasn't really feeling her. And now to see everybody else see the same way is it's not i mean it's great for me it's great for my agenda you know but ultimately yeah i'm just like yeah duh like from the jump see this from the jump yeah chaz opens up and he talks about his brother who was killed and that's why you know he wanted to become a nurse because his, his his brother wanted to become uh work in the medical field and so he you know wanted to pick up that mantle for him and that was you know again one of those moments in the circle that's just, like, really, you know, really opening and really sobering. And, like, you know, these people, yeah. you know, they have, you know, things that happen to them that, you know, shape them, made them who they are. And he didn't have to, you know, open up. He didn't have to talk about that. But he did. And honestly, like, not even in a game-playing mood in, like, a real life, you know, you just feel for him. You know? You're just like, wow. like We we see you. We, we love you, man. Like, thank you for sharing that.
2: I think that's one of the, the elements to, uh, or one of the keys to winning the circle is having that level of vulnerability and being open and honest. And I think seeing him be open and vulnerable is definitely going to win him points with the audience, but it definitely seemed to have put him in a good position with everybody else in the circle because then they are able to trust him a lot more. And I think that vulnerability is definitely an asset. So even these catfish, you know, they need to come in and have some sort of, you know, hooker. I mean, what was it? Season two. Um, oh my God, why are the names blanking? But the winner of season two, wasn't it the mom that came in as the dad and she was fighting, you know, she's like, I'm a single dad and I'm doing this to get the money for my daughter. Tar-Lisha. Um, tar- Yes. And so I feel like, that's, you know, that was a way to do a catfish, but also be vulnerable and honest. The kindergarten teacher and the, you know, pretending I'm my daughter, my daughter's a single mom, like just those didn't work as well. But I think this level of vulnerability is what's needed to help advance your game in the
1: circle. Yes, I hear that. Jazz and Jen chat again, put some blame on Brittany. They talk about the truth or dare game and how people are, you know, making the same conclusions about Brittany. Raven and Marvin have a chat. Super flirty. There's a spark. Is this is this real? Are we are we watching love happen in real time, Jack? No, no,
2: no, no. I think it's real on Raven's end, but I don't believe that Marvin. I don't think Marvin's coming in to date. I just don't think that's his strategy. He's coming in and he's gunning for the money, and he's going to do everything he can. And he knows how to be likable. I think he's probably a really fun, likable guy. I'm not playing up this dopey boy image. He's an engineer. He's way too smart <laughs> to be this dumb. I'm telling you, he is one of the most strategic people in the circle, and he's going to go. As, he's going to go far. I, I
1: again, I I I can't have it again. I can't have another Nigerian man put me out on the street like this, bruh. Marvin, I know you're listening. You're a big fan of the podcast. Let this be real. Please. Let this be facts, my boy. Treat Raven the way she deserves to be treated with
2: respect and care. Please. He's going to give us that character because he knows that's what's going to help him in the circle and it's what's going to help him with the audience as well. I'm just not buying it.
1: (laughs) I hope it's real. I really hope it's real. All right. we We got an alert. It's rating time. You know, we gotta we gotta do it. Another episode we gotta do it. And you know, with the all the alliances, you know, between Sam and Chaz and then Marvin, Chaz and Raven, and then Jennifer and Tom. A lot of you know, a lot of lines is forming, so we're at the point where these ratings are gonna start to be a little shifted, a little little different than uh than they they first were. Jennifer and Brittany chat, just a little something not really <laughs> He immediately tries to pull off the uh, the daughter card and Janthe and Brett not having it. Not even a little nope. bit. Bruno and Sam chat. Just a little, you know, mummy's boys do it better. A little flirty. And, you know, watching two girls in a catfish exchange flirting, it's kind of funny. It's it's kind of fun yeah. to watch. It's a, that's real TV. All right. Spring break party. While they wait for all the math to be done on the ratings. They have a little party. Bruno's just as a baby for some reason. Jen is in heels on the beach. Raven and Sam send hot pics. And Marvin with his leaning tower. Tom put the lusty damage. That whole that whole part, like I want to go to a circle party because I dance in my room by myself all the time. You know, so that's like normal for me. I don't know about the outfits. Damn. You know, I don't I don't know if I'll be dressed to the nines by myself, but yeah. You know, put on the music. I would do it.
2: You would do it? I would do it. I would get fully decked out to have a virtual party. <laughs> we all did it in 2020. It's true. I'm ready to bring it out. That's
1: facts, that's facts.
2: I'm ready for some lusty damage.
1: <laughs> Sorry, so in the in the ratings, Tom and Jennifer could rate, but they could not be rated. Right? So there's only six in this one. And so At bottom, we have Brittany, Again, finally, this is where she should have been in the first place. Five, Bruno. Four, Marvin. Sam is third, and second and first are Raven and Chaz, respectively. They stay on top of the circle for the second straight rating. How do you feel about this, Lizak?
2: not surprised. Brittany had the weakest game and too many people were thinking that she was a catfish. I think Chaz won a lot of points with his vulnerability. Raven is clearly, you know, going to stay a front runner. Um, I actually am not surprised by these, but I think these ratings are going to shift and I actually think Raven's going to start to drop in the ratings in yeah, in the ratings in
1: Ooh. episodes to come. Interessante.
2: I think people are going to see what a threat Raven is and they're going to start gunning for
1: her. Interesting. I, I mean, so far, it's only been three episodes, but for me, I think these people are, like, so like, genuine. Like, there's no, like, last year they had um, what was his name? Nathan Alex, who would, like, you know, was, like, trying to be, a super, like, literally trying to be a super villain, right? And would be like, I'm rating, you know, everybody who has ever shown kindness to me, everybody who's like me, who I think can win this game, I'm rating them last. Like, super strategic, just just a hater on all levels. I don't think that I don't see that energy in this group. I think as long as Raven and Chaz not and not, well, maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. Not yet. But so f- I think
2: people are going to start to see the threats, and we're probably going to get some new people that'll come in that'll start to shake things up. I think Auntie Jen is going to be a major pot stir. Mm. I think there's a lot, a lot to to come.
1: Oh, yay. I'll, hey, look, I'm tapped in the whole way. Let's let's go. So you already know how it goes down. Tomorrow, Chaz and Raven will decide who will be blocked from the circle, but they get to save one player tonight. That's how episode three ends, and he pick right up episode four. Chaz, you know, I wasn't shocked by these. Chaz saves Sam. Raven saves Marvin. And it's down to Brittany and Bruno. And they got to somehow try and find a way to get themselves saved. So Bruno and Chaz talk. And, you know, Bruno trying to be cool, but Chaz wants to get into it, you know. And it gets real for Billy Jean, you know. Like, she wasn't ready to get personal, but, you know, opens up and tries to get Chaz to, you know, to save her. Sasha asks a great, great question. Like, is he trying to do the Frank method? I don't know, Sasha. I don't know if he's trying to do the Frank. I feel as if it's just Chaz doesn't want to get bogged down by all the BS, you know, all the, Hey man, how you doing? Da-da-da. You want to get saved? How do we save you? Let's talk. Let's get to it. You know, just like not a, he has, he has a not. good
2: heart. Very. I think he's very genuine and I think he's trying to play the game very genuinely and very nicely. And that can go one of two ways. I don't think that has long longevity uh, or guaranteed longevity. I should say, I don't think it has guaranteed longevity but it's it's certainly, you know, a good roll of the dice. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right, now we got another game, Singles, Single Pringles. They fill out a dating profile anom- anonymously for other people. Jennifer for Raven. Fun and sensitive, shady? Can't stay loyal? There you go. There it is. There's Jennifer messing around.
2: Shots fired,
1: you know. Look. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> if Brandon Xanthi are gonna do one thing, it's gonna be messing around us during the pot. You're absolutely right. You saw the vision. You knew it was coming. Sam got Marvin. You know, muscle emoji, playing really nice. Marvin had Sam. You know, again with the the staying loyal, hard time staying loyal bit, A little bit shady. I mean, they did admit in the one of their first challenges, but. You know, let them slide for that. Come on, Marvin. You know, you ain't got to do it like that. I think Marvin was trying to get get back for Sam because he wanted, she wanted to get him out in the the first yes. blocking. So he had to, he had to get his get back. Tom had Chaz was really nice. Chaz with Jennifer gave him the hot milf energy. Brought that to the single Pringle. Mm-hmm. Bruno for Brittany. You know, people pleaser and the shush emoji. Oof. People really leaning into that. Britney for Bruno, super boring but nice. And Raven for Tom. A little bit of cheekiness to this one. Raven was, you know, trying to trying to, you know, put in put a little favors to Tom. I think ultimately, like you I mean, you you said it. Jennifer was trying to put shade on Raven, but ultimately for everybody else, it was pretty nice. It was pretty um uh, was pretty kind of them, you know, the the profiles they put up.
2: Too nice. Too kind. Mix things Shake things up Because when you shake things up Is when you really get to see Who people are And we need to see Who people are So that we can see If they're worth Keeping them around
1: You know what We shouldn't get you on the circle We gotta get you As a circle producer You know We gotta get you Behind <laughs> the scenes That's that's what it is That's what we gotta do Alright The circle chat Is now open You know And Sam You know Hey Could've been hot Could've come and be like Hey yo What's going on Just kept it chill So hey you know what What's the game I get it Somebody tried to do me dirty, and kept it pushing, which I can really respect. That's how you know you don't put a you don't you know put a targeting your back by making a big fuss out of it. You just let people know, like, hey, it's cool, whatever. Da da da. I like that from her. And Raven did a really good job with the message, and you know, look at Marvin had a great assessment. Marvin was there, you know, to be like, hey, I understand what's going on. This makes sense. But I think Marvin has some brains. I'm not letting my Nigerian brother go out sad like this. He's
2: smart. He's smart. Trust me. He's the smartest in the circle right now.
1: <laughs> Brittany checks in on Raven after that nastiness. We know that Raven is an influencer and Britney, you know, is trying to get saved. And so, you know, Raven. <laughs> Brittany plays the mama card to Raven. And when I saw that, I was like, yeah, Britney for sure. This
2: is where Raven's heart is going to ultimately screw her in the end because she's too nice and she just is she's willing to believe Britney and nobody believed Britney except for Raven. All she had to do is pop up the daughter and Raven's heart melted and that's what makes Raven so endearing is that she puts her heart on the table, but then you have people like Britney that are going to come in and try to manipulate that.
1: Yeah. That was just...
2: I actually think Raven should have used her save card for Brittany. Really? Yes, because Brittany was the biggest threat in the house. So keeping her around one more week turns the target to somebody that's stronger and a bigger threat down the line. Save Brittany, tell the house, tell everyone in the circle, I saved her because I feel like we didn't get to know her well enough. We, sh- we should give her a second chance. I feel like she has more to her story and she's just shy and hasn't come out of her shell yet. Brittany's gonna hang herself eventually and Brittany's <laughs> gonna continue to be a target. Keep Brittany around for now to get a stronger player out of the game. Brittany, Getting rid of her this early in the game was dumb and not a uh, not a, a smart move. She was never going to win the circle.
1: Listen, Raven and Chaz—they talk, they debate, they go on for you know who knows how long. Ultimately, Brittany goes home. They send dumb. Brittany to the crib. Up, Brittany—not a smart game move. I I mean I understand that kind of logic. I think ultimately it just comes down to you. With I mean. When Listen, you...
2: Brittany's already showing, Brittany's already cracking. Yeah. And if you give her a little more time and a little more rope, she's going to hang herself. And that's not my problem because Brittany's going to take herself out. I need to start gunning for the other people that have a strong chance. And everybody's already spotting just thinking that Brittany is a catfish. So I feel like, you know, it was a dumb, dumb move to get rid of Brittany this early in the game.
1: I think part of it is, so you have the, I mean, Chaz and Raven are influencers, right? So they're untouchable. And then Raven and Marvin have that connection. And then Sam and Chaz are, you know, husband and wifey. So you can't, you can't like say, hey, you can't not save them, right? And then you're left with Brittany and Bruno and Brittany is just a step below Bruno. It really leaves you no choice, right? Then you have to send Brittany. That's why we
2: should have saved, that's why we should have saved Brittany. I mean, listen, even if it meant taking out Marvin, I think Raven should have gone for the jugular and and gone for who she thought was ultimately whoever the bottom two was going to be. And maybe it would have been like Marvin and Bruno. Um, And in that case, I think we definitely get rid of Marvin because he's the stronger player. But I just think the way
1: we played with Brittany. That's that's so cut right? Because everybody knows that Raven likes marvin and so for her to leave him out like that and then send him home would be like oh so we can't trust anything you say that's supposed to be your boy mm-hmm. you know like i think it it creates a lot of like it puts again an unnecessary targeting back where he's like let's just send the weak person home everybody understand i don't have to make waves i don't think a fuss i mean the way you play like that's
2: you it's a it's about how you say it though. And it's about being like, "No, guys, I think we should give Britney like she Raven could lean more into that. I'm just being a good girl. She showed me pictures of her daughter." And then people in the house start to think that you're naive and they don't see you as a threat because you're willing to give Britney a second chance because she showed you a picture of her daughter and, you know, I'm just I'm just throwing a dog a bone and I feel like we should give her a chance.
1: Man, if I heard that, I'd be like, "I got I'm sending Raven home immediately." <laughs> Like you, you, you fall for that Raven, you fall for that. Yeah. I've seen enough. You got to go, especially when, especially when Brittany goes to meet Raven and it's not, it's not Brittany. It's her dad. I know it's, it's Brian. And we're like, Oh no. I mean, you feel bad for sending him home, but then you're like, I caught a catfish. That's not too bad. He's like, don't worry about it. It's all good. They're trying to figure out who make the dating profile for, for Raven. And shout out to Brian. He knows his catfish. He's like, Bruno's not real. He knows mm-hmm. Bruno's not real. And, you know, Raven really wants Jennifer to be real. You know, don't we all? And, you know, just confirms that Raven is just like the best kind of person in the world. But we get... Pure heart. Yeah. Just the purest of hearts. We get a new player! shubby Shubi for season one is back. No. So, so Zach, you you have the floor. shoe uh, Shubom, the runner-up from season one is back. How do you feel about Shubi entering the game? I mean,
2: of all of the people that we could have brought back, we bring back Shubi. Like, I mean, come on, we've had four seasons of the circle. We've had great players come in and out, and Shubi is who we decide to go with, and we're gonna throw him in the game late? No. <laughs> no, not in season five. We don't bring back Shuby now. We leave Shuby, you know, back in season one where he lost the game. He's not going to win this time around and he's not going to be a contender. If anything, they know he's going to be a bigger threat because he was such a fan favorite in season one and because he did make it pretty far in season one and he knows the game. I think it's going to be, there's going to be a big target on his back and they're all going to be gunning for him. And I predict he may be, last two eliminations, I don't think he's top five. Wow. Wow.
1: If you could have brought anybody back from the circle instead of Shibi, who would you have brought back?
2: Joey. Let's go. All stars.
1: Round two. Mm, bring back a established winner, somebody who knows what they're doing. You know the legend. I hear that. I think
2: I mean, And see, is he going to come in with more of a strategy or is he going to come in as just the likable guy? Because he would have to change his strategy at this point. He would have to have a strategy now. Yeah. Or Sam. Sam would have been a great one from season one as well. We needed to bring back somebody from season one because I feel like That is the energy season five kind of needed. And for the longevity of the circle, we needed to throw in a little nostalgia and maybe for fans that fell off in seasons three and four, loop them back in by pulling somebody from the past. And Shuby was just not the way I mean, talk about the biggest disappointment. Imagine that being a catfish. You're like, ooh, I'm going to meet a circle legend. And then you show up on the date and it's Shuby. God, (laughs) I've met Shuby in real life and he's a very sweet person. But in terms of a reality star, I just I'm not impressed. Sam would have been a great person to bring back in because I feel like she had the chance to go all the way. Maybe not Joey because he already won season one. I would love to see Joey back on, though. But I think Sam had a little bit of strategy and she ended up winning fan favorite in season one. And she was a strong contender in the final five that I think that would have been that would have been a, a good play as well. I hear you. And I feel like she's one of the biggest breakout stars from the show overall.
1: I hear you. If I had to pick somebody not from season one, I think I would pick Jack, who came in as Emily and got sent home because of the mannequin, the mannequin fiasco. Uh, mm-hmm. But except this time he could play as himself and doesn't have to uh, get caught up in the, <laughs> in the, uh, in the mannequin challenge and the makeup. Right.
2: River Lee? What? Sasha said Sasha said chat, she would go with River. No shot. AKA Lee. No shot.
1: Yeah, no shot. Um no. you can do that. You you can. You if that's what Good you want to do. Um I'm not
2: no, no. That is a hard. I would rather have Shubi <laughs> all day, every day.
1: Oh man. No, I yeah, that no that's a absolutely no to River. Uh, I wouldn't do that swipe left. <laughs> How do you feel? Okay. So obviously you're not a big fan of Shuby entering the game, but like, what do you think? Like, would you be interested in him being a catfish? or Would you be interested in being him as himself? Like, oh, what do you hope?
2: That's a good point. I did not even think about Shuby possibly being a catfish. I don't think Shuby will be a catfish though. I don't think, would he be a cat? I honestly did not even consider that as an option. I guess. Cause when they've done this before, like with Chloe, like they usually yeah. come in as is. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Um, I, I'm, I'm just gonna assume that he's not gonna be a catfish and that he's gonna go in as himself. And I think that it's gonna put a big target on his back for sure. I
1: think the catfish thing's interesting because if he comes in as himself, I know people are fans. So like, oh, Shubham, you, yeah, you were second place, da, da da and that might be like, oh, so he knows this game, he knows what he's doing. We just get, let's get him out of here. Right, he's a circle vet. Yeah,
2: so maybe catfish is the smarter strategy yeah. to go. I just don't find him that bright. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the producers told him that's what to do, then okay, I'll believe that. But I just, I'm not. I don't have high hopes for Shuby.
1: Shuby hate. Shuby hate corner right here when Shuby's on screen. Zach is is fuming. He's you know <clears throat> I was, just can't have it. Blocked. Throwing up just. Crying profusely, just cannot believe that Shuby's back. Well, listen through four episodes, you know. Aside from Shuby being back, how do we feel? Are we into it? Are we having fun? The players, the gameplay, the the dating, the single, the singles aspect. How does the first four episodes of the season feel so far?
2: It feels like a good start. I don't know whether how to fully place it yet. Cause I feel like we just got in, we just dipped in, we just had our first real elimination and we had our first real, um, uh, or I guess we we had the first two, Tom and Aunt Jen. Um, but now that Shoei's coming in, we've had our first person come in after a real elimination. So for me, I feel like the game like we're just getting heated. We haven't you know, I haven't fully decided whether I love this season yet. I think the singles element is interesting, but not fully interesting because some of the catfish are not actually single. So I feel like, you know, I don't know. I I I, I haven't fully placed it yet. I'm keeping my mind open, but so far bringing Shuby back has already dropped it down in my <laughs> rankings.
1: <laughs> uh so i mean i'm so far so good i think for me the the dating aspect has been like a nice little little twist on things you know like when people come in the circle people flirt like this is the thing that that happens but to put it in the forefront like hey man you're all single go out and have some fun go nuts is something that i'm having a lot of fun with ultimately could be somebody's downfall uh you know which i'm not looking forward to i'm looking at you marvin i'm i am nervous and scared Zach has put the fear of God in me.
2: I'm excited. I think, I think my strategy is right. And I like it. I think Marvin is a real strong player. He's just not as innocent as he's coming off.
1: Yeah. But ultimately this is, this is fun. I'm having such a blast talking to you about it, Zach. That's it for episode one. We covered episodes one through four of season five of the circle. I can't wait to talk about this more with you. Yes. I'm ready. Zach. Thank you again for joining me. Where can the people find you? Where can the people, if they want more Zach, where can they find you?
2: If they want more Zach, then they can follow me at Just Plain Zach all over the internet. And I'm also recapping other shows for It Was All a Stream. I'm currently recapping Real Housewives of Miami with Chelsea Stark Jones. And I will be recapping The Traders on Peacock come January. So stay tuned for lots more stories.
1: Dream recaps to come. Love to hear that. Love to hear that. Thanks everybody for listening. Now, tap into my conversation with Raven and Paris. All right. I have the absolute pleasure of talking to Raven and Paris from the Circle Season Five. I just wanted to, to start off by asking, by asking Raven, what inspired you to come into the circle? Like what was your like when you said, all right, I'm gonna do this. You know, what inspired you to make that decision?
3: What inspired me to come into The Circle? Um, So I've been watching The Circle since, you know, I've always watched the show, um, season one and season two. And I was like, how are they making these decisions in the game? I was like, if I was there, I would have done this. And then I watched it some more and I thought to myself, I want to see a deaf person here. I want to be able to see deaf Representation on the TV screen, and it not be about deafness, right? Just being themselves playing the game as everyone else did. Who goes on to the show, or who who's on TV? So I was like, well, instead of hoping and wishing someone would be on the show, why not just try it out and apply and and see if I'm, you know? And I did, and I'm on the
1: show, and I'm so excited about it. That's awesome. So, so you in Paris. You know, we're there together, you know, in the the room, living the circle life. How was that? How did you guys like grow together going through that circle experience with each other?
3: So Paris is my bestie outside of the circle. We met in college together. Um, We've done so much together. Um, He's interpreted for me in the past. So we know each other well, right? I knew that he was the perfect person to come onto the show with me. It was important that I wanted someone as my voice. To make sure that they got all of the cultural nuances and my mm-hmm. personality came, came coming across the screen. I was like, I, I need someone that I got a badass personality like myself. <laughs> <And that's laughs> uh, yes, awesome yes. Music. And we did the show, it felt so natural. We had the perfect chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. was we super smooth. And we just kicked it the entire time. We kiki, we dance, and we had, you know, a little party. It was really nice to be in the apartment with someone right Not by myself as some of the other players. So I was so grateful to have Paris with me.
1: Yeah, no, you could, you could tell, you know, every time they cut to you to y'all were either dancing or playing like some kind of hand game. It looked like you guys were having a ton of fun. This question is for Paris specifically, because you've got to be, if not, if you're not the first, you're one of the first people to be in the circle, but not be playing the circle, right? You're just watching everything unfold. How was, how was that just being like, I can't, you know, change anything. I'm just here watching just like everybody else in real time as it happened. Like how cool was that?
3: Yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, But I have to say as an interpreter, we're often in spaces where we're behind the scenes, right? Facilitating communication. So for me, I was used to it. I'm, I'm used to, not, you know, interjecting or things like that. But at the same time, Raven and I are super close. Yeah. And her reactions were naturally my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like all of, most of the things that she was saying, I was like, yeah, I, I feel you on that. And it was easier for me to convey that as I was mm. um, going into English or interpreting into English for her.
1: So this is the single season, right? And so I'm sure... It had to be a lot of flirting, a lot of, you know, it hey, was going on, a little shot shooting going on. Did that affect the game at all? Like were you guys like, all right, you know, we know this is a little romantic, this is a little thing, or did you just like, I'ma be Raven, I'ma play like Raven?
3: Honestly, my personality is very flirtatious and friendly. I mean, I, whichever, whichever comes first based on how you view me, um, I knew that I was gonna flirt. And I didn't flirt because of of being single. I knew that that would come out naturally anyway. Yeah. So, I, and when I was uh, chatting with folks, I I had to keep it juicy. I was excited. I
1: mean, <laughs> and I kept it fun. That's awesome. not. Nah, so listen, what can we expect from the circle again? It's a single season. Every season, of the circle is different. Some are like a little more friendly. Some are a little more you know, caddy, like what can we expect heading into the circle season five? Ooh. Well, when you watch it, uh, when you
3: watch the season, I need you to expect it to be juicy. I need mm. to be hot. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> a tight bond with all the players. I mean, That's awesome. and, and it runs all the emotions, right? you, You're going to have, we have a little bit of wine. We have a little bit of snacks. I hope you have, I hope you have your wine and snacks ready. Excuse me. me. I hope you have your wines and snacks ready to watch a fire season.
1: I cannot wait to to tap all the way in. I've seen a little bit and already I'm like, oh boy, this thing, it looks like it's going to get cracking real soon. Before I get out of here, you know, everybody talks about, the, the friendships and all the relationships they made in the circle. How, you know, is, how was that leaving the circle and being able to like, you know, have that connection with all those people?
3: Although we left this, the circle, um, we still kept in touch with each other, with the entire cast. Um, I still feel like we're so close with them um, and I hope to see them soon. So it was so hard having to keep this a secret for the, for a whole year right like we were we would speak in private to the cast and i felt like they were my sneaky link right like we. (laughs) now i can
1: love i can love them out loud in public that's awesome i love that for you guys again i cannot wait to see what happens with you in the in the circle raven paris thank you so much for talking to me and i hope to talk to you again soon Thank you so much to Raven and Paris for speaking with me. And thanks to Zach for recapping episodes one through four with me. Want to give a shout out to our producers, Sasha Mack and Chelsea Stark Jones. Check back into the ringer reality TV podcast next Wednesday, where we will be discussing episodes five through eight. We've got so much good stuff coming on the ringer reality TV podcast feed right now. The great Johnny bananas is recapping season 38 of the challenge. Rachel Lindsay is covering all the Real Housewives drama and more from Bravo on Fridays. And we're keeping an eye on all the streamers on It Was All A Stream. I'm Jimmy Dinaron. See you next week. Circle and chat.